it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the business coach for beauty professionals. I help beauty pros amplify their business and take more action. I am super excited to share the Beauty Pro Mastermind with you, a group for serious beauty pros who want to find ways to continue to thrive in their business, a safe place for support, accountability, and education. This group is for beauty professionals who are ready for change in their business, understanding that commitment is required to achieve your goals. You know you need to make a move, but you're unclear and need an extra push. My mission is to empower beauty professionals and equip them to achieve their goals, bringing beauty and business together through support, education, and business resources. Register today for the Beauty Pro Mastermind at IamBrandyTaylor.com and just click on Beauty Pro Mastermind. I will also include the details in the show notes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. I had the pleasure in interviewing Corinthian Carruthers II. She's the co-owner of the Creative Hair School of Cosmetology. Corinthian's very down to earth and she's really passionate about natural hair care and the overall health of a person. And she loves educating students on the business side of beauty and education. And um, I really enjoy, you know, talking with her and learning more about her journey. Here's a little bit of Corinthian's bio. Corinthian Carruthers II is the co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology, a 20-year family business that teaches cosmetology, aesthetics, manicuring, and natural hair education. Corinthian is the lead educator for its unique natural hair culturist program, which has been featured in the Detroit Natural Hair Expo. She is the founder of Natural Hair Education, LLC, where she guides, teaches, and coaches beauty school and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their income in natural hair care and braiding. She is an unlimited licensed instructor, cosmetologist, and hair culturist, and has been enjoying the beauty industry for just over 18 years. In her years of teaching future professionals, she has created curriculums in cosmetology and natural hair education and understand what it takes to be successful in the beauty industry. I think you're really going to enjoy the interview, and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandi Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Carithia Carruthers II. Welcome, Carithia. Hi, thank you for having me, Brandi. Thanks for being on. I'm super excited to chat with you today, Corinthian. Um, I, I like to start off with a fun fact question. So can you tell us something about yourself that most people would not know? Ooh, um, you know what? I, li- I love to dance. And uh, I do it behind closed doors, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I love to dance. It makes me feel a lot better. It relieves a lot of uh, tension and stre- stress. It helps me to express in ways that I can't verbally. So I love to dance. I don't think people know that about me. So that's awesome. a fun fact. Awesome. So you do it behind closed doors. Are you like, have you taken any dance classes? I did. Growing up, I was in dance for years, for years and years and years. Um, but as I got older, you, you know, work comes first. <laughs> so 
So I've, um, but I still like to dance. I still like to turn on the music and just go and just do and just do what I do. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I like to dance too. I'm always dancing. My husband will catch me out of the corner of his eye. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm dancing," you know. <laughs> it feels really good. I'm telling you, it feels like. Really but I'm good. so I'm so random with it though. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So, Karithi, so you're the co-owner of uh, Creative Hair School of Cosmetology. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, we're a beauty school located in Flint, Michigan. My mother founded the business in 1999 uh, with a partner, well, having my father help out. And um, in 2001, I graduated from high school. And I'm like, I don't want to go to beauty school. That's not what I want to do. But I was so quiet, so shy, reserved. I stuttered really bad. And um, I wanted to dance. <laughs> so I went to Western Michigan for a, an, um, an audition. I didn't make the audition. So I had no other choice but to stay home. And I ended up going to a local college and enrolling in beauty school. So we've been open for 20 years as of October 2019. And we teach programs such as cosmetology. We have an aesthetics program, a manicuring program, and a natural hair program. And so uh, I love it. I feel like this is the perfect uh, career for me, and especially being in business with my family. My mother, my brother, and myself, we're all co-owners. And I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy the beauty industry. I enjoy the students. I love how they come in so inspired. Um, so yeah. Awesome. It sounds like, you know, you tried to, uh, go against the grain a little bit at first. So did you not think you were going to follow like your family's footsteps at first? Or, you know, I know sometimes we don't necessarily want to do what our parents are doing. So how was that for you? Let me tell you, first of all, um, I've always had this growing up. I had this idea that beauty professionals or hairstylists were the people who couldn't get a good job or they weren't educated enough or they didn't have certain skills to have a corporate job. That's just what I knew without being in the industry. So it wasn't that I'm not going to follow in my mom's footsteps. It was more so, well, stylists don't make enough money or they don't generate enough income or like these stigmas that still stand now, I kind of was a pot nose, right? And um, what happened was my mother, she was always taking me to the shop, the um, her beauty um, um, shops, and we would get our hair done. She was spending all this money bi-weekly. And so my dad was like, why don't you go to beauty school? So she went to beauty school. Um, she graduated, got her instructor license, and then immediately went to open up her own school. And I... And at that time, I didn't know how big that was. I'm thinking, oh, it's just a, another salon. Uh, however, when I was around there, I was noticing like all these students coming in, they learned the skill. And even though I didn't want to do it, I said, this would be a good place for me to start at least. So I can build up some confidence, build up some skills and always have that with me. So no, I was not trying to follow in my mom's footsteps, but I must admit and I must say I enjoy it and I can't see myself doing anything different than being in the beauty industry 
Awesome. Well, that's, that's great. Um, and it's interesting. A lot of people still uh, feel that way about the beauty industry to this day. Like, um, a lot of times I've heard people that were starting their careers out in beauty and, and other people telling them to get a real job and they just don't really realize, um, you know, how big this industry is. It's a multi-billion dollar industry and it's definitely, you know, a great, you know, opportunity for a career and all types of things. And a lot of people are still, you know, not aware of how powerful the beauty industry is. Absolutely. And I want to add to that as well. To me, beauty professionals, I don't care if you're a makeup artist, a cosmetologist, a barber, we have such a creative skill. You have to have a creative mind. Um, we're very strong individuals. And I did not know that before I started the beauty school. All that started to transpire as I was um, practicing hairstyling and working in salons and like you have to be an independent person you have to have a certain mindset I give so much credit and kudos to beauty professionals like I feel like they have the best career you get to make people feel good every day you get to empower people along with empowering yourself you get to learn different type of skills retail communication um, professionalism appearance like all those things are so important in this industry and those who take it serious do become successful. Yes, yes, definitely. I um, absolutely agree with all of that. So, um, so you're an education lead there. Now, what is your specialty? Well, I work in compliance um, in the office and, you know, I do all those things, but I am a lead educator and my specialty is natural hair education. Um, I lead that program but I also teach cosmetology. I teach, I teach a little bit of aesthetics, but my baby and my passion is the natural hair program. And that's where I teach um, just everything about a natural hair and this natural texture, teach braiding, weaving, uh, sew-ins, locks, all those that has to do with the natural texture of a person's hair. I think that's great because do you realize, I know you do, that to this day, a lot of stylists still are not aware of how to care for our natural hair. And so it's not really easy to find stylists that specialize in natural hair. Not, it's not as easy to find as, you know, ones that, that, that uh, offer like relaxers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Everybody does that, but it's far few, you know, and in between people that specialize in natural hair. So what made you decide to make that your, your niche? When I started off in beauty school, my niche was cut colors and curls, right? So I'm the queen of cut colors, cuts, colors, and curls. I think it was around year 2004, the natural hair movement started to pick up. Right. So they had um, good. I, I think it was called a good hair, the film. Uh -huh. And I started to have clients come in and they was asking for different type of services. So now they wanted braids. Now they wanted protective styles. They wanted twist outs. So I'm like, OK, how am I going to do this? How am I going to actually learn? Because even to this day in beauty school, natural hair isn't taught. Thoroughly, right? Because we have to cover hair coloring, you have to color uh, a cover hair cutting, all these different techniques. So you don't get a chance to just go full throttle into natural hair education. So I cut all my hair off, right? I did the big chop, cut it all off, 
let me figure this out because I see that the industry is moving. Um, I did that and I started to attract a different type of clientele. So now I'm doing locks. Now I'm doing twist outs. I'm doing braids. At that time, my mother started a braiding um, academy within our school. So we had a 12-week program where students came in and they specifically worked on braids, 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 braids. Did that for 12 weeks. And then we saw how that program was one of the largest programs that we offered at that time. And it's just from then on, it just, it, it just continued to grow. So even the industry is leaning more towards healthy, natural hair, even under our protective styles. Um, but I just, I mean, I, I just noticed that the trend was changing. So I had to be at the tip of it as well. So I decided to just cut my hair off and just learn and teach myself about natural hair. That's awesome that you, you know, decided to just dive right in early on. Um, I don't think I uh, grew my perm out or my relaxer out until like maybe like 2011 mm -hmm. is when I jumped on. And what's been interesting is I've had edges ever since, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, edges come through. <laughs> right, I swear I didn't have edges like until I grew the relaxer out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. And so, but it was a process though. I remember, um, you know, e you know, even in 2011 getting strange comments when I grew my hair out, you know, when I had cut, cut all the, uh, relaxer off and I was going through that growth stage and people like, are you depressed? Are you sick? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> um, and you know, what's so funny to me is, well, I should say funny, but it was so I guess I can't find a term for it, but it was so strange how we had been accustomed to changing our hair texture for so long. And then the minute you, you, you embrace what you naturally have, it's, it was difficult. Like it was difficult for people to understand their hair, what to put on their hair, how to manage their hair. And that's the hair that we have been blessed with for, for generations and decades. And, you know, so I found it very interesting and I still feel that this industry still have a lot to learn. And uh, there's a lot of growth within the natural hair industry right now. I, I absolutely agree, Corinthian, because um, there's still like not enough education out there. There's still your people like you who are teaching natural hair care is needed because there's still not en enough stylists that offer uh, services for for us who are natural and um, who choose to wear our hair naturally and it is uh, sometimes it's hard because it's like you know I think cutting our hair is different and mm -hmm. what you put on it is different and if you're not you know aware of how to care for it then it could be damaging to your hair and even yeah, even the protective styles can can turn into something that's not so protective to the hair <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. So, um, so there's still, I, you, you, there, you are absolutely correct. There's still a lot that needs to be learned um, within the beauty industry, and I hope that more and more people will specialize in it. More and more people will focus on it and teach it and learn it, so that they can offer it to their clients. Absolutely, because it's more than about making the hair look pretty. You need to know how to care for the hair. Yes. Yep. And a lot of times, you know, that starts with our health. It starts on the inside out. Everything that we see as far as our skin and our hair, even our nails, 
all of that shows just the internal health of our body. So we have to make sure that we we keep that first and um you know um a conscious of our health and what we're feeding our bodies because all that stuff just comes out and it just re it's a reflection of our exterior body. Yes, yes. So you also teach um, like online services. Can you tell us about like some of your online classes and everything that you offer? My online program is for beauty school students and professional stylists who are looking to increase their value and their income in natural hair care. So I, I go back to the basics. Um, I teach about hair texture, hair types. We go into the structure of hair, just kind of get a general idea of what the hair is and then from there um we go into different styles techniques methods and things like that awesome awesome so um in order to take those trainings with you um do they have to attend your school or can anybody just you know enroll for those trainings the, that training is online so anyone can enroll for that program and that training However, if you're looking for a license, even though they're already either a student at a school or a licensed professional, they're going to either get that already. But we do at my school, my physical school, we do offer a program that leads to a license as a natural hair culturist. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, so if people are interested in actually uh, specializing in natural hair, they can come to your school for that. Yes. Yeah, but you offer also offer online programs for licensed cosmetologists, right? Absolutely, yes. Okay, great, great. Well, I know that is, uh, you know, you know, great that you ha have started the online program, especially now um, that you know we are currently going through a pandemic, and a lot of people are having to shift and pivot in their businesses. What are some ways that you have done that within your business? Well, um, actually, let me tell you. So when the pandemic happened and everything closed down, our cos program, our aesthetics, and our um, nail program had a opportunity to learn through a program called My Lady MindTap. So they were actually able to log on to a system and do their education and learn and do all those things where the natural hair program, they did not have that as a program for students worldwide. So I had to hurry up and get this program completed. So right now I have um, six students that are enrolled online and we go through the natural hair book, the program, we're doing techniques, we're doing all type of things. So I feel like, you know, I did start this program just under a year ago, but it was perfect timing because I did not know this was going to happen. And, and, and still I have a platform for my students and my physical school to actually enroll in and do the coursework. So I'm so grateful for that. So grateful for that. Awesome. Awesome. I, I I'm glad that you did that. And, um, you know, I was getting things in place and, um, are ready to shift some things that I offer, some offerings that I had online. And so um, I was able to launch it like right when everything really happened. Wow. And, and so that really worked out for me and that has allowed me to pivot. So I know um, 
I was grateful for that too. And something told me to just keep pushing to get that together too, you know? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So we've all had to definitely shift. So I'm glad you're, you know, you're able to still service your students online. So that's definitely great. So you also have a, a podcast. So tell us about your podcast. My podcast is Natural Hair Education. And um, I talk a lot about um, just learning to embrace the whole self through the love of natural hair. So, yeah, I talk some topics on natural hair, but some topics are just about, you know, how to find the right stylist. Um, some of my topics about are about taking care of yourself from the inside out again. So it's centered around hair, natural hair education, but I do lead into some personal things that I feel like every woman should at least be conscious of when it comes to their hair, finding the right stylist, what products to use at home. So it's kind of um, a broad range of topics around the woman and her hair. I love it. I think it's awesome. Um, I know the last one I caught, you were talking about the queendom. Tell, tell us yes. a little bit about that. Girl, I love my queendom. So let me <laughs> tell you about that. Um, queendom consists of five different pillars. Um, your body, your mind, your spirit, your space, and your money. And I feel like women, we need to learn how to, of course, take care of our physical bodies, including our hair, our skin. And then really strengthen our minds, especially being black women. Um, there's a lot of images or just stigmas out there that kind of degrade who we are. Um, our spirit is, is very healthy to take time out to build up your spirit as well, whether it be through prayer, meditation, yoga, whatever it is that you choose to do. Your space, I feel like your space creates a certain type of energy. <clears throat> so working on creating... Um, a comfortable space for you wherever you are and space that also includes your friendships so who do you allow in your life and in your circle that's part of your space as well and then last money um, money can be power money can create freedom so learning how to create that for yourself so that's part of my queendom um, system I'm working on a program there to help women build up their personal queendoms in their lives so I love my queendom. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So you're working on a program for, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking like this could be like a program or something that can yeah. be offered. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. really dive deep into that. So I'm glad yeah. that you're working on a program for it. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So, so what's next for you? Are you planning on maybe, you know, writing a book or are you launching anything else? What you got coming up? You know what? I, um, I have a book that I just hadn't published yet. I wrote the book. It's completed. It's finished. And it's called the beauty school journey. Um, it's a basic guide for beauty school students because I've been in the beauty school business for at least 18 years. And I see the struggles that students have when they enroll. They come in, they're so excited, they're pumped up, they're motivated, and then something along the way kind of discourages them or get them off track. We have these outside distractions. So my book that I'm going to um, get published very soon is just a guide to help keep the students on course. Um, talks a lot about the mind and our body. Um, stylists really need to focus more on their physical health because we're standing behind a chair or we're sitting down all day we're doing things and it's important for our bodies to serve us. So I talk a lot about that in the book. 
and just different ways to overcome obstacles because we all have them. And it's, you know, learning how to identify what's the block and how can I get around it? And so that book is just a guide for a beauty school students. It can be barbers, makeup artists, uh, estheticians, or nail techs, cosmetologists, anyone who is looking to make the beauty professional a career, the beauty industry um, their profession. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Well, girl, if it's done, go ahead and do it. Like, uh, they got so many self-publishing things now that you Absolutely. Can you know, Amazon has Create Space, and you can get I it. I saw up. that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You can get that up quickly. So congratulations on that. That sounds like, you know, a great book. I remember uh, when I was at beauty school, that was a long time ago, back in 2007, but that was very... Uh, it was a stressful time for me. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> beauty school was crazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sure it hasn't changed much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, it was, you know, some interesting stuff going on there, but, um, so I'm pretty sure, like you said, it hasn't changed much. And I know people go through different things when you were in beauty school, mm-hmm. different stages. And, um, I, I know they can use all the support, especially like, like I said, with people still not really respecting the industry and other people not really understanding, it's good to have something, um, written by someone who's not only been in a beauty school, but actually runs a beauty school and understand, you know, what it's like to be in that Absolutely. world. And, um, and I like that you focus on um, helping beauty professionals, you know, take better care of themselves. Cause I don't hear that too much, but it is important because you're so busy helping other people look yes. beautiful all the time and fixing other people up, but you're not necessarily, you know, focused on taking care of yourself. And that's very important. Yes, I remember being in the salon, and you know how hectic it can get working in the salon. You have walk-ins, you have appointments, and I've seen so many stylists neglect their lunchtime. Um, They're just eating in between clients. They're not getting the proper exercise, and, you know, our bodies, our legs, our back, our arms, our shoulders, all this is supposed to support and serve us, but what can we do to actually help that serve us? And, you know, so I do talk about nutrition a little bit and physical health. And that, that is important because our body is our, that's what we use to make our money. We use our hands, we use our shoulders, our back, our legs, our feet. So if any of those items on our body was to give out, how would you continue to, you know, support yourself? So we have to take care of our temples. Awesome. I absolutely agree with that. I think that's great. Like I don't hear, uh, too many people teaching that. So I think you could definitely girl put that book out and you could just teach that how to tell, how to, how to take care of the stylist, you know, how to take, exactly. care of, you know, the, the yeah. professional. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I could see that being a course, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> or something, you know, something that you could go talk to different salon owners and talk to them about on, you know, how to self care. Absolutely. The Queendom. <laughs> right, the Queendom. Okay, yeah, so get the Queendom program going, girl. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, I definitely, I've been absolutely enjoyed chatting with you uh, today. And uh, so, um, can you tell us, like, how we can connect with you online and everything? Well, I am on Instagram and Facebook by my name, Corinthian Carruthers. Um, you can also follow me on, um, listen, (laughs) 
Podbean or iTunes, Google Podcasts. I am on there as Natural Hair Education. You want to listen to the podcast. And if you're interested in any of my programs, you can find that at naturalhairedu.com. Awesome. I'm definitely going to leave all of the links in the show notes so uh, how everyone can reach you. Uh, do you have anything else you want to share with the audience before we go? Um, no, I just want to say, Brandy, I appreciate you. Like, I really love what you do. Uh, when I came across you and learned that your passion was beauty and business, I said, oh, my goodness, she is on it. <laughs> because a lot of, um, I do find that a lot of stylists also lack in the education of business. And so, you know, we, we get stuck behind the chair. We're paying out for products, booth rent, all these things, but we don't understand the true concept of being a entrepreneur. Because when, once you are an independent beauty professional, you are an entrepreneur. And so teaching all of us or having this platform to teach us about business, I feel that that is phenomenal. So I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all the wisdom and all the people you bring on to share their, their knowledge. I really enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was definitely a way for me to bring my two passions together, which was business and beauty. And once I really learned how to properly run my business and all the things that I didn't know as a beauty professional myself, I wanted to find a way to share it with the industry because I understood that there was a lot of people, like you said, who just didn't understand how to be an entrepreneur or how to run a business. And um, they just didn't know, like nothing, you know, you, you just didn't know, just the lack of knowledge. And I wanted yeah. to help us to have more knowledge to run successful beauty businesses because I understand how important this industry is. And I'm very passionate about this industry. And so I really yeah. wanted to support our industry. And um, I've been enjoying doing um, so. I love uh, having conversations with like-minded individuals such as yourself so i appreciate your feedback i appreciate your time and that's all we no, have for you no, today we we have Corinthian no, Carruthers. make you. sure you second make sure you welcome make sure you connect with her and as always stay great and we are out bye thanks for tuning in to the business beauty network podcast please subscribe and support our podcast please share it Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at IamBrandyTaylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at ExquisiteLooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.